Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today on the podcast studio, you're back with Hannah Staubs. This is not Emma Daughter. I'm a part of the Watermark Institute, specifically helping with the Join the Journey podcast. So, so excited to be with you guys today. And I'm also joined by our Shoreline High School friend, Blake Brockmeyer. Hi, guys. How are y'all? Blake, we're doing great. Living the dream. Glad you're on the podcast with us today. So, a quick question for you. You've been on the podcast before. Yes, I have. This is not your first rodeo. It is not. How many Watermark podcasts have you been on? I've done two Shoreline ones mm-hmm. and one Join the Journey. One jo- So some may say you're a professional. Some may say that. I am some. I am saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're glad that you're on today as our, our resident professional Shoreline podcaster. Thank you. Thank so you. a quick question, Blake, before we dive into today. You're on Shoreline, but also specifically on the lead team with Shoreline and things like that. Can you tell us a little bit about what lead team is and how it's applied to your life today? Yeah, so lead team's uh, a branch into schools. Like it helps out with, you know, TCA, Lake Highlands, a bunch of public schools and private schools throughout the DFW area. And yeah. it just helps us grow in our faith and actually apply it to our lives in school and because it can be so different to go to church on Sunday and then mm-hmm. on Monday we're totally different but it it brings that Sunday influence and then on Monday we're applying that and growing and pouring into other people around us that's super cool it's again like you said it's one thing to hear everything on Sunday but having a organization through watermark that's helping you like yes. here are ways you can actually apply this stuff super cool and some passages of scripture are harder to than apply to others like today's passage. So a couple things I know stuck out to you, specifically the lion in this passage. So Blake, why don't you tell us what stuck out to you from 1 Kings 13? Yeah, so we see in 1 Kings 13 a lion attack, right? Mm-hmm. And this this lion attacks a prophet who goes against God. Yeah. And that lion is is kind of a representation of God. Like God is wrath and he's also love at yeah. the same time. And because that prophet disobeyed God, mm-hmm. he has to punish him because he sinned against God. And so through God's love and wrath, the lion attacked. Yeah. And what's interesting, Blake, about this passage is the prophet made the right decision at the beginning of the passage, right? He's like, I'm not going to turn aside. I'm not going to do these things. But something prompts him to be disobedient to God. Can you remind us what prompted yeah, him? Yeah, and that, that's that disobedient prophet. He comes up and he says, are you sure? It's kind of like Adam and Eve kind yeah. of thing. Like, are you sure you weren't supposed to do this or do that? So the old prophet answered, I too am a prophet as you are. And the angel said to me, by the word of the Lord, bring him back to, with you to your house so that he may eat bread and drink water. And it kind of gives me a Genesis vibe here of the old, the disobedient prophet is trying to get the the young man of God to come mm-hmm. with him and disobey God. Yeah, and they have that same. It says the angel of the angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord in verse eighteen, and the same similar thing happens in Genesis where Satan says, "Did God really say?" The word of the Lord is questioned here in both of those instances. Obviously, here an angel is speaking, but. The word of the Lord is questioned, and sadly, due to questioning what God said and disobeying it, results in this death, which is really, really sad and really devastating. Um, When you think about this passage in light of a lion attack and death and these other things, 
as a person that's in high school, how does a passage like this, which I don't know if you're encountering lines in your everyday life at lead team in your school. I'm guessing the answer is no. Is it no? Yeah, that is okay. a no. Unless it's the zoo. Like, <laughs> how do we apply a passage like this in our everyday life? What would you say to that? I think we need to apply it and know that God never goes back on his word. When he sure. says something is true, it is true. Mm-hmm. And we should know that. And we should never go back on his word and we should never disobey his word because when he says it, it is true and we should follow that. Yeah. And this man of God just disobeys God and that's not good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I'm going to read verse 21 for us. It says, and he cried to the man of God who came from Judah. Thus says the Lord, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord and have not kept the command that the Lord your God commanded you. And it continues to talk about the fact that this this younger prophet rather— chooses to eat when he's not supposed to. So, like, how do you reconcile it's God choosing to speak through this older prophet that is sinning and lying? How do you reconcile God choosing to use someone that continues to sin? Yeah, I think it's interesting, but I think (laughs) all of us are sinful like that. I mean, we use the same mouth, like we hurt other people and we build people up with the same mouth. And I think that's very interesting. And in this situation, you see him, you know, he just lied to that prophet and now he's He's using the the word of God, and I just think that's interesting. He's building up, yeah. Or he's telling you will die, yeah. And God is sovereign, and he he's going to put, punish you now. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that we can like. I love that you just said that over. Like it's interesting because it is interesting. But we see that pattern throughout the whole Bible. If anything, First Kings reminds us of people. These people keep making mistakes. They keep sinning. They keep doing the wrong thing. Yet the storyline that God is moving and God is at work and God's not done is continually seen throughout this passage. So, Blake, as we wrap up our time together, how do we apply this passage? Yeah, I think um, there's so many things we can apply from just this passage. But it's interesting that, you know, there's a line here and that kind of represents God. Mm -hmm. And God is wrathful and love at the same time. So if we're going to sin— He's going to be wrathful and it's and it's so hard for he he still loves us but he's going to be wrathful at the same time and that's why God sent his son to die on the cross for yeah. us and to bridge that gap of he can love us now. So. Absolutely. And again it's hard but the punishment for our sin is death for the wages of sin is death but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord and so there's there is a payment for sin but that gift comes from Jesus which is really cool. And so Blake, thank you so much for hanging out with us today and for sharing with us. And as always, I'm so glad that we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.